Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one-stop for all your sports news. And you certainly are, and hello to Sarah Varco there with that little voiceover, but it's time for the harness racing show, Square Gators. I've got the voice of local harness racing and harness racing in general, Dan Hibbert. He's in the studio. Hello, Josh. How's it going? Very well, mate. Very well. (laughs) I can see you've been... uh, Thrown in the deep end uh, this morning, and uh, shout out there, obviously to, to Stats. Hope he's feeling uh, feeling better and uh, and back on deck next next week. But uh, he's uh, uh, yeah, he's missed out on a big the biggest week of the year in terms of harness racing. I know. I, sp- and- I spoke to him earlier this week, and besides the coughing, he was pretty disappointed. Uh, he missed the Inner Dominion. It was a it was a great night, uh, we'll, and we'll get onto the results of that in, in a little bit. But it was a uh, an awesome event uh, to have uh, in Shepparton. Um, the coverage on um, on Trots Vision was was super. Uh, it was an early start, but uh, I did happen to see a couple of the races uh, on the Trots Vision coverage before heading out to the track, and they really did do a a, a great job in in promoting uh, the local area and uh, and highlighting uh, the the issues that we've had, obviously with the floods throughout the last uh the last month six weeks uh and just the um just the it really highlighted the 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 care that uh the harness racing community community have not just for each other uh, as part of an industry but as the as the community as a whole so of uh, being out there to help people uh on on their properties with their horses uh you know when the floods were rising and it just really uh really pointed painted a, a great picture of uh, of our sport uh, to a, a wider audience, and hopefully, uh, uh, people understand uh, people around the, the country can get a, a better perspective of what uh, what Shepparton's like, what it uh, what it is uh, in terms of a harness racing uh, community, how big it is, and how wide it stretches. And I think that's probably the the one thing that people, I guess, from not from Victoria, probably don't realise is how uh, you know Shepparton's obviously the central point, but you uh, come from all parts of the compass. Um, you know, 100 k's away to sort of uh, come to this area to race, and uh, it was a, a fantastic, uh, a fantastic night there on um, on Tuesday night, and uh, everyone was enjoying themselves upstairs and in the in the uh, uh, in the marquee in the home straight, and it was a great crowd, and it was uh, it was really uh, really a, 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 the boost that I think a lot of people wanted after having to go through all those floods, and and um, yeah, it's, it was a, a super night. Yep, sounds uh, great and well said. And uh, yeah, and uh, what else has been happening? So this uh, it's been a pretty quiet week. I mean, uh, really, in terms of I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of the participants obviously didn't race uh, at uh, the local participants didn't sort of race on that uh, Tuesday night. There were a couple of uh, lower class races, but the majority were for the Inter Dominion heats for the Trotters and the Pacers, and we'll get onto those in just a sec. But we'll go back to. Um, we'll go back to last uh, the last week, uh, last weekend, or in fact it wasn't last weekend. It was Tuesday. We didn't have uh, too many local winners across the weekend last weekend, but we did have a winner over at Albury, uh, and that was uh, dig your heels in for Cole Godden and Cameron Mags. 
Really strong run this. It was a wide early work forward to take the lead uh, and prove too strong. Was uh, able to score in a mile rate of 2.1.8. Only for four-year-old mare uh, by Lincoln Royal out of Jillaby DJ and uh, got the job done there for, for Cole. Good drive by Cameron, really assessed the situation, was able to get to the front. It's now won nine races from 70 starts and uh, a good job there at Albury on Tuesday. That was uh, just before the uh, the meeting at Shep uh, really kicked off with the, the Inner Dominion heats. Uh, and it was a super night of racing. The first was won by... Miss X for David Miles. This was a uh, 55 to 65 Raider. Uh, was able to work forward, sat parked. One narrowly, 157.6 over the 2190, beating BGC and Delvey Robin. Uh, nice three-year-old filly by Well Said and uh, was able to get the victory on the board. The second was a four-year-old Nola Mares race. The Wolf for Lisa Bartley was a short price favourite and didn't let punters down, able to lead all the way in 155.3. Ripped home the last couple of fractions in 55.4, beating Holy Stars and Orby in the placings there. Third race was won by It's Ebony and Ivory for John Yeomans. Rebecca Bartley took the drive. It was uh, in a nice position in the running, was able to get through and score and ran 156.9, beating Bite Our Time and Stag Party. She's a uh, beautifully bred, uh, bred uh, mare, this one, It's Ebony and Ivory, by American Ideal out of Dreamtime and uh, was too good there on Tuesday. Fourth race was won by Hopeful Beauty. This was a really uh, good trot race. It was a strong field for ones that weren't uh, in the um, in the Dominion. Uh, Hopeful Beauty was able to score for Anton Galeno. Nathan Jack got up on the sprint lane. They went 158.2, ripped home the last quarter in 27.8, beat Loxley Lovell, Lover for John Nissen, and Elder Baron Zeus was in third placing was uh, able to, uh, well, just didn't get into the race, did lock wheels as well, just didn't, didn't help its situation, got home for third, but well, a good win there by Hopeful Beauty. So the first of the uh, the Inner Dominion uh, heats on Tuesday was uh, the third, uh, sorry, the second round of the pacing uh, series, the first heat, was won by Mark Dan for Emma Stewart and Mark Pitt. They broke the track record. All the heats, both pacing and trotting, were over the sprint trip at uh, Shep last uh, Tuesday. Macdan broke the track record, 151.9. Um, and, uh, look, it's hard to say whether the, the record will get broke in the near future. We don't get the top-quality horses at Shepherd and all the time where they're going to run races like they did in the Indian Dominion heat. Uh, so it might stand for a little while. I could be proven wrong. But they went 27-4, 29-4, 27-1, 28-6. It's crazy sections. Macdan won, just beat Expensive Ego and Act Now. Uh, it was a really uh, dominated by those that were up on the speed. Mark Dan had a lovely run in, tr- in transit, was able to just get up and Belau's expensive ego on the post. Second heat of the night was the uh, another one for the Pacers. Spirit of St. Louis was a, a really good winner for Belinda McCarthy and Jack Callaghan. Took advantage of the frontline draw, worked forward, had to stave off Beyond Delight, who did lodge a protest, but uh, it was probably hard to see that the protest was ever going to be upheld. Um, but it was able to, Spirit of St. Louis was well, able to hold on from Beyond Delight. Neurotac Prince ran third. They went 152.5. Again, another race where it was dominated by those on the pace. It was really, and it is really hard to make any ground when they're running such fast times up, up front. The third and final pacing heat. This was the run of the night. And, I, and I've been sort of racking my brain over the last little while trying to think of a, a more incredible performance 
um, based on sections. Honolulu Bay was the winner for Emma Stewart. Dave Moran took the drive. He pulled out three wide at the bell and didn't get to the breeze. Had to sit outside them three deep for the last lap. They went 27-3 and then 28 on the way home after they'd... Uh, they did go pretty slow in the second quarter, but when they're going to sprint home so fast and he's covering extra ground, you sort of think, well, he, he couldn't possibly do it. But it was an amazing performance. He just won. Uh, he beat Bandura and Max Delight was charging up on the sprint lane and Better Eclipse was only a neck away. There was only... Uh, having a look, there was only uh, 10 metres between first and last. So they were really bunched up at the finish, but this guy was just amazing. A really tough win, uh, and he's going to be awfully hard to beat, particularly tonight. He's in another heat, obviously, the third and final round of heats tonight, and uh, he will be hard to beat in that heat, but he's going to be awfully hard to beat as well in the final on uh, this time next week. The first of the trotting heats was won by Just Believe, who made it two out of two in the series for Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars. Led all the way, didn't really cop much pressure, 157.7, and did it very easily. The same can be said for Queen Alita, who was able to use Barrier 1 to full advantage and lead all the way in 157. Mufasa Metro and Sleepy filling the placings there. And then the third and final heat was probably the the uh, surprise of the night. Bolt for Brilliance was $1.15 on the fixed odds. Locked wheels coming around the home turn. Uh, lost all his momentum. Charged home. He got beaten a short half heads. Nephew of Sunoco for Ross Graham and James Herbertson was able to hold on and win. Led all the way in a 157 flat mile right there. But Bolt for Brilliance was something beat and is going to be still clearly the one to have to beat in the Trotters Series Grand Final next week. The last on the card was won by Relentless Me for Sebastian Steenhouse and Anthony Butt, able to lead, and then went 158.6. The next uh, next race to mention is it from Bendigo during the week. Um, we go to the last race on the card. It was won by Well, That's All Right for Luke Bryant, and they're driven by Grace Bilney, who had her first winner in the cart on, uh, at the meeting at Bendigo. It was a good drive. She was three back to pegs, got clear at the top of the straight, was able to charge down and run over the top of Go George Go. She's uh, only a 21-year-old, has only had uh, 18 drives up till uh, up to now and got her first win. She's had about five placings as well. But to get that first win, she'd uh, been at the trials. I remember calling a number of her trials uh, last year where she was trying to get her licence uh, and she did a great job there to, to win that her first race on uh, Wednesday. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, next is uh, Melton last night. Marengo Bay for David Jack was able to score uh, a really good win, beating Kai Valley, Hacienda and Central Otago. <coughs> it was uh, 159.3. Ripped home in 28.5. Was the favourite. He's a really nice horse, and he'll continue to win races. So that's all the local uh, the local scene for the for the last week. Obviously, uh, Melton, uh, sorry, Shepparton took uh, precedence with the Inter Dominion, but still a few winners there across uh, across the week. But uh, we look forward to the last round of uh, heat to the Inter Dominion at Geelong tonight. Hopefully, we can find the uh, the listeners a winner. Uh, and uh, then we obviously look forward to the uh, the finals of the Inter Dominion next Saturday night at Melton. So we'll uh, hopefully try and find a winner shortly at uh, Geelong. Yeah, will you be calling at Melton? Or oh, I wish, I wish. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I've uh, uh, I've had a busy week. Obviously, had the Melbourne Cup, uh, calling the Melbourne Cup last week, and um, for the Greyhounds, 
uh, an amazing experience to do that. It uh, obviously it was on free to air TV, uh, and the racing was just out of this world. The three feature races were probably you'd go a long way to see any better racing anywhere this year. Uh, it was it was superb and. Um, yeah, it was uh, a great experience, and uh, no, I won't be calling the Inter Dominion not yet, but uh, uh, looking forward to the final uh, next week. Okay, well, how about we go to a quick sponsors break, and we'll be uh, right back. You're listening to One uh, FM. Tying the knot, you must consider the Shepherd and Golf Club for your most special day. The Shepherd and Golf Club offers a unique first class experience that will help create lifelong lasting memories for you and your guests in a relaxing setting that boasts picturesque views and natural beauty. Our experienced team of professionals will take you through the process of designing your food and beverage selections, providing you a stress-free experience so that you can concentrate on the love and joy that brings you together. Visit shepherdandgolf.net.au or call us on 58212717. 1FM sponsor. SDP Tax has been your trusted local accounting firm and has been proudly helping people just like you across the Goulburn Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax deductions? Call SDP Tax on 1300 436 829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible with no upfront fee charged. What are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1300 436 829 or visit www.sdptax.com. 1FM sponsor. Shepparton Scooters and Mobility Service, the entire Goulburn Valley. Come and visit our showroom at 6 Penella Road, Shepparton and view our range of products that covers all areas of assistive technology, providing you and your loved ones with a one-stop shop for all your needs from daily living, powered mobility devices or home modifications. We stock a large range of mobility scooters, walker aids, lift beds, chairs, mattresses, personal aid equipment, skin care and incontinence products. Call us to inquire on 5831 7317 or visit our website shepartonscootersandmobility.com.au 1FM sponsor. G'day, Andrew Skinner here. You're tuned into Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one stop for all the sporting news. It's a grand old flag, it's a high-flying flag, it's the emblem for me and for you. It's the emblem of the team we love, the team of the red and the blue. And I think we've uh, heard enough of that song, but uh, anyway, I just thought I'd surprise Dan with that, but uh, I just thought I'd mention that you, uh, the women's side did take the premiership. We are premiers, that's uh, quite uh, quite surreal. I know I've sort of, it's it's sometimes hard to follow the the girls' footy, particularly when it's not uh, in season uh, directly, but... um, you know, obviously followed the, uh, the the girls Melbourne side, but in particular, but they've and they've been very good. They have been very good for a number of years and been a bit uh, unlucky not to have won a premiership already. But uh, geez, they were good uh, good to get the job done there and uh, away from home as well, up in in Queensland, and to win that premiership. It's uh, you know one of the the, the found, one of the foundation clubs of the of the of the competition and uh yeah thoroughly deserved it was a, gr- yeah. a great win it's it felt, felt like a long time coming but it did, it did. Yeah. It, but you know when you think back to when they started it and um 
you know, they were playing the Western Bulldogs and it was only like a you know an exhibition sort of thing and yeah. for it to turn into what it is now and, and the fact that they've won a premiership it's uh yeah, yeah. it's it's fantastic. Yep. Well we have, it's time to pick a winner, so yes. I'm I'm not gonna say anything <laughs> anymore. Let's hope we can find a few winners, and obviously Stats is uh, away, so we're going to have to carry the load, and we'll try and find a couple of winners uh, at uh, the other tracks as well, Packenham Cup Tave in the Gallops, and uh, a really great meeting of uh, Greyhound Racing at uh, the Meadows tonight as well. We've got heats of the Silver Chief and a number of uh, dogs that ran in the Melbourne Cup Series running there tonight. So we'll start with the harness, though. We'll go to the multi for tonight. We're going to have pretty difficult in terms to try and find any serious value there's a few shorties throughout the course of the meeting but hopefully we can uh, we can get a little bit of a, a little bit of a uh, uh, bit of money in the bank beforehand before the quaddy the first thing the multis race one number two polly put kettle on number two uh it's a dollar 40 favorite for emma stewart and mark pitt but just looks like it's going to be able to find the front and be awfully hard to beat it's one eleven of 37 uh, and no reason to think that it's not going to be awfully hard to beat in this this event. Should be able to find the front, dictate con- and control the race from the lead. So it is the favourite, uh, and it is short, but it is uh, it is a pretty hard meeting to sort of find a great deal of value. The second leg, I have made uh, gone here race two number seven, Hurricane Hustler for Craig and, Craig Demler and Jody Quinlan. It's been backed a little bit on the fixed odds already. The favourite is the one. Uh, but I just thought this guy had a little bit more upside and could certainly ca- comes in a barrier five with the scratchings. It's won five of 14 and uh, resumed with a, a third after at, at Ballarat last time behind Jack's Hawk. And I think uh, from the uh, from the from the, a decent draw works for it's going to be hard to hard to beat. So the multi tonight is race one number two Polly put kettle on into race two number seven Hurricane Hustler. You'll get around three sixty five. You might be able to power up to four dollars if you can uh, can do that. But uh, hopefully we can get uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit above bank for the quaddy, which is possibly not all that difficult, but it it could be if we can see some upset results. There'll be uh, plenty of horses. Desperate to get through to the uh, the series finals. Um, this is the last round of heats. Uh, a lot of uh, permutations and so forth for a number of horses that are we on the edge of the the top twelve. There's probably a few that are uh, are pretty well safe uh, and guaranteed of a run in the final. But um, there'll be those that are on the edge that will need to perform well to guarantee their spot in the rich finals next week. So the first leg of the quaddy is the third heat, uh, first, uh, sorry, is the uh, heat of the trotting championship, third round heat. I've gone one, five, six, and nine. One overall uh, definitely needs to win to get through to the final um, and gets a good draw, just needs to use it, has done a couple of things wrong, but if it can uh, trot, uh, it's going to be hard to beat. Majestuoso is obviously the, the, the logical pick. It's the odds-on favour of the fixed odds. Pink Galaz is better than its form would suggest. I think it's a decent play if, if it pushes forward and can find a nice run in transit. And Nephew of Sunoco was massive last week in winning. Uh, sorry, on Tuesday when winning. Uh, we'll just need a little bit of luck from the second-row draw. But couldn't take Majestuoso one out. I had to go a bit deep, one, five, six, and 9 in the first leg of tonight's quaddy. The second leg is the first of the pacing heats for the night. I've taken Onalua Bay one out. Uh, this is over the 2,500. So this is the longer distance uh, of the heats. So we had the middle distance, the sprint, now the long trip 
for the last round of heats, and this will be the distance for the final, although it might be 2,700 at Melton. Uh, on a lower base, should just be winning, I think. If he powers forward, I don't think there's going to be anything that's going to want to keep him out. Uh, Torrid Saint will probably hold up from the inside, but he's probably in a position where he can hand up to Better Eclipse, and Better Eclipse can hand up to Onalua Bay. They uh, have all got decent enough points that would suggest they're going to be able to qualify for the final, so they don't want to be uh, busting a gut to, to try and win a heat uh, when you've got Onalua Bay sitting on your outside. He's just racing so well, just can't knock him. I think he'll win the second leg. Race six, number five, is, is one out in the second leg of the quaddy. Third leg, I've gone uh, one and five. Act now and expensive ego. Act now was great in the heat uh, on Tuesday. Expensive ego was just as good, if not better. Had to do a fair bit of work in the early part to get up without cover. Uh, and then was really tough to the line betting, uh, just getting pipped by Mark Den in the straight. I think they're clearly the two major players here. Um, expect Expensive Ego to press forward. Acknow's potentially going to hold the front, but uh, Expensive Ego got to throw it in there as a logical danger. So one and five in the second leg. And the last leg of the quaddy is the third uh, heat of the paces for the night. And I've gone 6, 7, 9 and 12. Mark Dan uh, has drawn the outside of the front, but those drawn underneath him are probably not going to prove uh, too uh, too much of a hassle, particularly if he goes forward. The money's been for I cast no shadow. He's the one that should show speed and go forward. Uh, and he's going to be in the box seat if he leads. He can then hand up to Mac Den if he wants to, but he's the obvious danger. And then the second row runners, Neurotac Prince has been placed in both heats, and Spirit of St. Louis drawn the car park, but he was really good winning last in on Tuesday, and he's obviously in good form. So it's probably not as easy a, a leg as you would hope, but I just think that they are the only four winning chances for mine. So 6, 7, 9 and 12 in the last leg of the quaddy. So the quaddy tonight at uh, Geelong, one, five, six, and nine in the first league. Five in the second league. One and five in the third league. Six, seven, nine, and twelve in the last league of the quaddy tonight. That will cost you thirty-two dollars for one hundred percent of the dividend. We now head to uh, Statsy's uh, bets. Well, they're not his. We're just having to ha- uh, have a look at it on the fly. But he would be looking at the sports bet Packenham Cup today. Uh, this is over the 2,500 metres. It's uh, it's a, e- a very even field uh, of, of stayers. There's probably no absolute standout, but Kissinger is the favourite and certainly going to be hard to beat for uh, Len- Les Smith and uh, Damien Oliver taking the ride. Has won 6 of 24. It's coming off a victory at Cranbourne last time out, and uh, you would expect that uh, if it maintains that form, going to be really really hard to beat so we'll make the tip in the Packenham Cup race seven at number six Kissinger at around the $3.80 mark the feature race in uh, Perth today is probably the one that a lot of people are, uh, are keen to watch the northerly stakes it uh, appears as a battle on uh, paper to be between the one Cascadian and the 16 Amelia's Jewel uh, this is a, a, a cracking affair Cascadian's been in in, uh, in super form, uh, is, uh, was fifth last time out. James McDonald's making the trip over to Perth to ride him. Amelia's Jewel's been just uh, unbelievable as well. Uh, she's won five of her six starts and was second in the other. Uh, was amazing last time out and uh, in, is going to be awfully hard to beat in this race as well. Probably uh, no tip in that race, but just to sit, sit back and watch those two horses at, uh, at Ascot to this afternoon will be one to watch it. It's at quarter to eight 
uh, Eastern Time tonight. The other meeting I men- mentioned is the Meadows. We've got heats of the Silver Chief. Uh, this is a really, uh, it's like a, the Derby, the Victor- like the Victoria Derby in the Gallops. It's an age-restricted series. Uh, some exceptional talent running around there tonight at the Meadows. One to really keep an eye on is race five, number one, Rejuvenate for Ian Brown. Uh, he's raced, uh, has had one, nine wins from 11 starts and has won, he's run a uh, couple of races up here at Shepparton and gone super time. He's making his debut at the uh, the Meadows tonight, but he is certainly a star on the rise and could be really hard to beat. So race five, number one. He is odds on, uh, but he's certainly, uh, he's certainly one to watch there tonight. Uh, looking at the uh, the other heats on the card, the Melbourne Cup winner Yachi Bale is going around in race number seven, drawn box seven. Uh, Shadow Riots drawn box one. It was awesome winning the other day at the Meadows as well. Yachi Bale's just in the zone at the moment, though. Wouldn't put it past him to win his heat there tonight as well. So race seven, number seven, will make the tip. And also have a look at uh, race eight because it's the fifth heat of the series. Amron Boy was amazing in the uh, the showdown between her, him and Welshie's fast last week. Doesn't get any favours from the box draw with box number eight. But number one, Banala Bandit for Glenn Dayton out at Cosgrove is certainly uh, in great form as well. Gets the inside draw and could be hard to toss, particularly if it leads. So some good racing there at the Meadows tonight. Just a couple to keep an eye on those heats of the Silver Chief. But hopefully we've uh, we've done our job, Josh, and uh, done uh, and done Statsy proud and tried to find a few winners across all of the meetings across Australia this afternoon. I'm sure you have. I'm just glad I wasn't involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I learnt... Uh, You've learned, you, it's been an experience, would have been yeah. an experience for you today. Yeah, well, well you, are you, we've probably got a mutual friend. Do you know Mitchell Sidebottom? Yes, yes, I yes. went to school with him, so I spent many time. He used to go in TAVs when he was about <laughs> 13. and uh, No surprises yeah, there. Yeah, spent a lot of money. I don't think he ever bought much back, though. <laughs> it was interesting, but uh, thanks, Dad. No it's, worries. Uh, the, got such a smooth voice for no radio. Worries. You're good at this. Very. But uh, thank you very much. No and worries. he'll be back again next week, hopefully with the Statsman in the chair for Square Gators right here just after 10.30 for the Super Saturday Sports on uh, 1FM. We've got about 40 seconds to go. So, uh, We're just killing, killing time to the, yeah. uh, to the news. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful day out there. It's um, going to be very warm outside. <laughs> I'm uh, probably foolishly going to play cricket, so I don't know how that's going to play. Oh, good luck. Who are you playing for? Katandra. So oh, good luck. It'll be, uh, it's going to be warm out there, and uh, but uh, make sure you slip, slop and slap because well. it's going to be... Burning weather out there. Feels like cricket. So it does. Good, finally, good. It finally feels like cricket yes, season. Yes, yeah, the test's on, and good luck, Dan, and uh, no good luck. And remember, gamble responsibly Correct. if you're having Absolutely. a bet. So thanks very much, Dan, and uh, as I said, he will be back next week, and hopefully the stats man will be with him. But, uh, well, we might just... Uh, Here's a little Christmas message, and this will take you to the news. You're listening to 1FM. We'll be back... Uh, We've got Sport and Road and uh, well, uh, maybe a quick word from Jason Welsh as well. You're listening to 1FM. Arrow here, wishing you a rockin' good Christmas. Take care on the roads. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM, Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter. And tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye. <laughs>